You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they all got started in the game, and, of course, where they are now. So how is everybody doing today? I hope you guys are having a great, great, Thursday afternoon and I believe by the time this episode is going to be aired that will be Boxing Day so I hope you guys are having having a great day of shopping uh, because that's what I'll be doing on that day so uh, I hope like I said I hope you guys are having a phenomenal day uh, Merry, Merry Christmas although it's kind of like late by, by this day that you're listening to this show but uh, again Merry Christmas Happy Holidays I hope you guys are enjoying your days off. And man, with that, you already know what episode this is going to be today. This marks our very last episode of 2019, but also of the decade. And that is absolutely out of this world because when I personally think back on the past 10 years, these were the years that I personally came to become the person that I am today, because those were pretty critical years in my life. You know, I essentially grew up to be the person that I am today in in the past 10 years. So shout out to the 2010 years. And this past decade has been awesome. And I hope it's been great for you guys as well. So with that, uh, we, we have this uh, really fun um, segment on our show today because we're going to be doing a countdown of some of the most influential fighters in the world of combat sports. Well, you guys already know me. I'm kind of biased about MMA. So we're just today we're just going to make it specifically about MMA. So we're going to be talking about the most influential people in the world of MMA and uh, because you know because of the lack of time I really wish we could make it like a top 10 or even like a top 20 list but unfortunately today's gonna be a top five list and uh, I really did have like uh, this mental game in my mind of who I was gonna actually include in this list so to be fair to some of the names that I'm gonna be um, talking about today on the show in this in this top five list, and some of the names that unfortunately I was really contemplating about putting them in the list, but I'm but I just you know couldn't for whatever reason that I'm gonna be talking about today. We were we will also be having a few honorable mentions, so I'm really 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 excited about this um, segment that is coming up today on the show. And unfortunately, just a disclaimer: we're not gonna be having any breakdowns on today's episode because like I said on our previous episode uh, you know the biggest event of the year already took place so I, I if I if I could put a word in with the big man Dana White the president of the UFC I would actually do because I, I could like it would be wise to move that UFC 245 card that already took place um, on December 14th, 15th uh, to you know make it into a new year um, new year fight card and 
with that, I, I mean, I guess you could argue that not a lot of people could buy the pay-per-view because they already have plans. They have to go to parties and whatnot. But I feel like that would, you know, the anticipation itself, it would increase the, the rates of uh, pay-per-view buys and just how exciting the whole fight car was going to be. But oh well, uh, in the words of uh, legendary fighter Max Holloway, it is what it is. We can't really do anything about it at this point. But, you know, if we could do that or if we could have another fight car that was going to be on New Year's Eve, you know, that would be pretty cool as well. But again... Unfortunately, we do not have any fights to break down for today's episode, but that is fine. Like I said, we have plenty plenty to talk about with our um, top five um, list of most influential fighters of the decade. So yeah, that's the big thing that we have coming up for today. And like I said, because this episode is going to be our last episode of the year and also of the decade, uh, personally, I've been reflecting a lot on myself for the past few days and just trying to figure out what sort of things I can improve in myself, you know, so that I can be just just a better human being in the next year and actually of the next decade. So I'll be talking about a few of those things um, in a few minutes, uh, hopefully not saying everybody should like benefit from it because I'm no philosopher or anything, but uh, hopefully a, f- a few people can take some, you know, advantages points from what I'm going to be saying in the pa- in the next uh, few moments and just um, use it in their lives. So, yeah, you never really know. I mean, uh, as as radio hosts, like you say a lot of things and you don't really understand. You don't. You can't necessarily wrap your head around how influential your words can actually be to, to the people, to your listeners. So hopefully, you know, I'll be I'll be super careful with what I'm going to be saying. And I really hope that they're going to help um, at least some people who are going to be listening to this right now. And actually, um, this this part um, that I'm going to talk about, so talking about the reflecting points that I'm going to be delivering to you guys in the next few moments. Uh, in the past, when I've been talking about the motivational um, segment of the of the day, you know, it's been mostly about sports and, you know, being being a good sportsman and whatnot and um, today I just want to emphasize that it doesn't necessarily have to just be about sports and um, you'll figure out why okay anyway I'm, I'm gonna be um, talking about it right now so I feel like what I'm gonna be saying could uh, could apply to everybody's lives and hopefully you can um, take a few things from it okay anyway so so what brought me to this point to me reflecting on myself was First of all, what led to it was that, you know, as university students, we've definitely we've had like a week off so far. So, you know, other than just sleeping in, you know, eating good food and, you know, going to the gym and doing whatever you have to do that you don't usually do when it's school year, when you some of the things that you do when you want to enjoy your time, when you have some time off, you know, I've been doing all that. But then one day I just got so bored. I'm like, man, I don't even know what to do. So I started watching CrossFit competitions. Now, I don't know about you guys, but personally, when I like, obviously, I was familiar with CrossFit. But the thing with CrossFit is that you usually hear about it as it being held as a class and, you know, you just joining it to, to you know, uh, gain more strength and power and all that. But I never really knew that they were holding CrossFit competitions. And little did I know of, of how influential it was going to be on myself 
Because as a person, you know, as someone who who thinks that they're working pretty hard, you know, at their max and doing everything that they can in their power to to be the best that they can be. You know, that's what you would think until you watch CrossFit competitions. Because let me tell you something with CrossFit, you you have to actually push it past your limit. It's like. If you if you if you thought you were working hard, then you're wrong. Just watch some CrossFit competitions, man. And when I watch that, I'm like, man, I really seriously need to change a few things about myself. And I I just can't be satisfied with the amount of hard work that I'm putting in. I need to keep pushing it further and further and further. I feel like having a limit on myself is no good anymore and that actually just related back to martial arts you know it reminded me of a quote that bruce lee once said and that was to have no limit as limit and have you know excuse me have no way as your way and have no limitation as your limitation and if you do decide to reflect but reflect back on that saying really deeply, you honestly realize, wow, like I really do need to push myself harder and harder and harder. And I know a lot of people might be saying, well, why are you just saying this right now? It's the end of the year. You know, why, why wouldn't we just, you know, start thinking about it in the new year? And I feel like with this, it's with resolutions, it's never really the right time to start, you have to start right away. And this was what I learned personally, just reflecting back on myself and, you know, after watching those CrossFit competitions, because first of all, I just want to emphasize that guys, it's never too late to start something, to start working harder and to just, just start changing your ways so that you can be ultimately more successful. And the thing that I saw with myself and with you know, all the things that I saw with CrossFit was that it's good to be inspired because I feel like sometimes we as human beings, we see something that is, um, you know, we see it as something being being top notch, but we fail to admit it to ourselves because we're like, well, like, who cares? Like, I'm I'm still better than what they're doing, you know, all that stuff, because the that is the ego talking and sometimes you fail to admit to yourself that hey it's okay to be inspired by other people's work sometimes and uh, it's okay to learn from what other people are doing so that you can apply those good things to yourself so that you too can also improve on your skills or whatever you want to do in your life so that you can ultimately achieve your goals so first of all i have three things three things to say about that so after watching crossfit competitions personally i said to myself that hey, Janon, continue to be inspired by some of the things, even the minor things that you see around yourself, continue to be inspired so that you can learn from what other people are doing so that you can apply to yourself and be a better person overall. Second of all, keep working hard. It's never enough. And like I said, there is no limitation as limitation. Just keep pushing harder and harder and harder because ultimately you will see the reward for yourself. And lastly, do not be scared to make sacrifices, guys. For me personally, after watching those CrossFit competitions, I, you know, the day after I went to the gym and usually I would stop um, at a certain time so that I, I can have time, enough time to, you know, go change my clothes and, you know, wash my hair or whatever it is, right? But um, 
if you have a goal in mind that is your top priority and you have other things that you also have to do, if your top priority is so important, you can definitely make sacrifices regarding some of the other things that you have to do in life so that you can um, excel a little bit more. Even if it's a little bit, it's still important. Even if you can make those sacrifices so that you can um, progress a little bit uh, ahead with that main thing that you have in mind that is still pretty good. So with that, uh, when I went to the gym, uh, I saw that I, I, I was losing time to, you know, go do some of the other things that I, that I usually have to do after I uh, finish my workout. So what I did was that I actually extended my workout and uh, decided to make that sacrifice because that's what I, because I just wanted to keep working harder. And that was the sacrifice that I made. And I know it's it sounds really, really minor, but I feel like it's these tiny things that you do, these tiny sacrifices that you make that ultimately lead to that big reward at that at the end. So Hopefully, uh, once again, I'm just going to reiterate, listen, be inspired, keep working hard and do not be scared to make sacrifices. So hopefully these big three things are some some things that can potentially inspire at least most of you guys out there, because for me personally, just reflecting back on myself, I really do hope that I can keep up these these um these, uh, uh, should I say, goals and mottos in my own life. And um, like I said, just keep working hard. And I hope you guys um, take a few points from it here and there and uh, try to apply it to your lives as well. So yeah, I really did want to bring it up today on the show. Um, and I, like I said, it's never too late. And don't wait until New Year's to make those resolutions for yourself. I feel like even if you try to make those resolutions right now, it's still pretty good. So yeah, I just wanted to put it out there so that, you know, it's just, it, it's pretty important. You know, it's not all about physicality and us talking about fights and all, all the good, like those are good stuff, but I feel like we also need to reflect on some of the things that are, um, you could say implicit when it comes to martial arts and the philosophy of martial arts and sports. So yeah, I just wanted to put it out there and I hope you guys enjoy that. Anyway, so uh, like I said, we're going to be doing a countdown of some of the most influential MMA fighters of the decade. And right now, I feel like we haven't really played our um, show um, show tag in a bit in a hot minute. So now without further ado, let's get started. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So getting started with the number five figures should I say that have been the most influential in the world of mixed martial arts so this one goes to Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz ladies and gentlemen and how could you not assign these people this um this uh position should I say because if it weren't uh, because of some the two fights that these two guys actually had against one another they wouldn't be where they are right now and I feel like their careers just took a turn after, for, specifically after the rematch that these two guys had against one another. Talk about Conor McGregor, first of all. This this past decade had been ha, has been the most influential for himself as well because there was a time that Conor McGregor was just living on welfare and the next thing you know, after he fought people like Jose Aldo, people like Eddie Alvarez, people like Nate Diaz, and uh, even Floyd Money Mayweather, 
his career just took a turn and he ultimately became a superstar in the world of combat sports. And also for Nate Diaz, he had been pretty successful, you could say, prior to the fights that he had against Conor McGregor. But again, him too, his career just took a big, big turn after he fought Conor, Conor McGregor and um, he too, again, became a superstar. And... It's just one of those things that you would think of when you look back on um, on on the decade, honestly, when you do think back on some of the great things that we've had throughout the decade when it comes to mixed martial arts. I would say the fights that Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz had would definitely come to mind as some of the top ones. So there goes number five. And now number four, this one, uh, this guy, I really, really do love his fighting style, his spirit, and just his confidence and attitude as a fighter, as an athlete. Number four goes to Max Holloway. And arguably, Max Holloway, he is indeed one of the greatest uh, featherweight fighters of all time. And I know you guys might just come at me on Twitter or something saying, hey, how could you say that? Max Holloway just lost his belt when he fought um, against Alexander Volkanovsky a, a, a few weeks back. And I totally disagree because I feel like uh, greatness shouldn't necessarily be defined and um and if a person is a champion or, you know, how many championship belts they've had and all that, I feel like it's all about how well you fight and how well you deliver on fight nights, regardless of if you're doing an amateur fight, if you're doing a regular fight or if you're doing a championship fight. And with Max Holloway, what really distinguishes him from other people is that he just keeps coming. Like his performance, first of all, is really, really consistent every single time. And he fights really, really smart. Um, he's not necessarily the guy um, that would try to put on a show just because, uh, you know, he he doesn't really like his opponent. You know, he, he never really does that. His performance is really constant and... Um, he 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 knows what to do so that he can grab the attention of the uh, of the fans but also he knows what to do so that he can definitely win his fights and that is something that i think is really really essential to have as a mixed martial artist as a professional should i say mixed martial artist because not only should you be a good fighter and a good athlete but you also have to know how to be a good entertainer and how to put on a good show and i feel like max holloway he knows exactly how to do that without being disrespectful to his opponents and um you know doing things that some fans wouldn't necessarily like so I feel like it's really important that Max Holloway has found that balance and because of that you know even he, even the uh, you know he just lost his championship belt but I feel like because of his attitude and the good um, entertainer that he actually is as a fighter he will definitely get another shot at the title and um, just keep coming forward. And I really do dare say that he is going to be a uh, future Hall of Famer in the UFC because of the type of fighter and person that he honestly is. So shout out to Max Holloway. And now let's move on to our third place. So the third most influential fighter of the decade. This one I had to give to Amanda Nunes. And how could you honestly not include Amanda Nunes in this list? 
Now, I kind of debated if I should include Amanda Nunes a bit higher, but uh, here we have her as number three. And listen, Amanda Nunes, the champ champ, the champion at the bantamweight division and also the featherweight division at the UFC. Simultaneously, she is still the champ champ as we're talking. She has not lost either one of her belts ever since she was able to obtain the additional featherweight championship belts after um, getting getting a fight in that division. And she recently just defended her bantamweight uh, championship belt as well. And there's just something really, really special about Amanda Nunes. She has that X factor as a fighter. Again, something likable about her as a person and that fans can definitely relate to. Again, this this chillness, this um, calmness about Amanda Nunes. Again, she's not a very big trash talker. And I, I actually really, you have to respect that because with that, you're still... Um, interested to tune in to what she's going to do on her fights on fight nights so again she's a champ champ and uh, her boxing skills are something that I feel like nobody has really seen in, um, in not just wom- in women's MMA but also when you look across both women's MMA and men's MMA in the bantamweight slash featherweight divisions I feel like her her um, uh, boxing and striking skills are just really really top-notch and um if even if she is put against another male fighter i feel like she can definitely have a chance of outboxing her opponents whether if that person is a male or a female because that's just how good her boxing skills are and so no doubt about the fact that she had to be included in uh this top five list but also i really do appreciate the fact that amanda nunes is just um you know she had it when she first got started in the game when she was first offered um a championship um a, a fight she was always advertised as the underdog and she was never you know that exclusively uh, marketed or promoted by the by the UFC which I really really disliked in the beginning but now not just by talking but showing how good she really is inside the octagon now everybody knows how badass of a woman Amanda Nunes is and everybody knows that they should respect Amanda Nunes because of the type of person and sports um, uh, sportswoman that she actually is so shout out to Amanda Nunes she definitely did deserve to have um, this uh, position here in our list and now moving on to number two so number two of course we had to give it to our man Khabib Nurmagomedov how could you not give this to Khabib Khabib being still undefeated in his professional MMA career Oh man, you have to give Khabib a spot and uh, still, like he he still is the champion. He's been able to dominate over everybody in the lightweight division and the UFC. And uh, the only thing that I'm I'm like really, really, first of all, looking forward to, but I'm also kind of 
uh, I'm getting this like butterflies in my stomach when I think about it is the the fight that Khabib Nurmagomedov is supposed to be having in the new year against Tony Ferguson. And I feel like with that, whatever the outcome is going to be, Khabib, um, his uh, position as a influential uh, figure in the world of MMA is going to be even more established because of I already know that he's going to put on a great show in that fight against um, Tony Ferguson. Oh, man. So now quickly, um, I just realized that we're almost out of time. So I have to really quickly move forward. But now I really do want to talk about this number one, um, uh, number one ranked fighter as the as the most influential figure in um, in MMA for the past decade. So this one, I know you guys might, might come out there and say, Janan, you might be a little bit biased about this um, number one uh, person that you chose, but listen, I'm going to argue why I chose this person as the number one most influential figure in the world of MMA. And this one, you guys already know, drum roll, I have to give it to my man, Jorge Masvidal. So Masvidal, man, oh my God. Okay, so I'm just getting goosebumps that I, as I'm talking about this. So Jorge Masvidal, let's talk about how he initially got to the point uh, that he is in the UFC right now. So he started initially by street fighting and the Kimball Slice fighting series in the streets, literally with no gloves, just fighting his opponents in uh, Kimball Slice's backyard. And um, that's how it initially got started. And then after he got um, uh, different fights and um, different organizations and he eventually got to the UFC, he proved himself over and over and over in every single fight that he had in the UFC. And not to say that, he, you know, he was just constantly going to the top because he definitely had his own ups and downs. Um, he had a few losses here and there. And, you know, uh, there, there came this point that actually t two years ago or so, he was invited to go on this reality show. And uh, in that reality show, it was like the American Ninja Warrior went on that reality show and he uh, in um, subsequent interviews he said that that experience gave him a lot of um, self uh, you know time to self-reflect and just think about some of the things that he needs to improve not just as a fighter but as a person as well you know what he needs to tweak in his mind so that he, his fights that he does are just more enjoyable to himself and what sort of things he needs to improve on to to make it more enjoyable for himself and also the fans. So he definitely um, did a lot of self-reflecting. And when he came back, that was when his career just took off. Taken from the fight that he had against Darren Till um, in the UK and Darren Till's home country, he he was considered the underdog, but he came on top. The underdog came on top. And then after that, he had that fight that I always talk about on, on TKO, the fight against Ben Askren. The fight that he ended in a matter of five seconds when he threw that flying knee towards Ben Askren's temple that sent Ben Askren cold to the canvas. And finally, when he won the BMF belt against Nate Diaz. I feel like even with uh, some of the fighters that I already talked about, there's just something about <sighs> Jorge Masvidal that is really humbling and I feel like as as fans we can definitely see some of the things that Jorge Masvidal did. And again, now going back to what I said in the beginning of the show about us as human beings, just looking out on different people, what they have done in their life to 
be inspired to to create opportunities for ourselves to work hard and make sacrifices. I feel like Jorge Masvidal is definitely one of those role models that everybody can look out to, learn from, and to just, you know, use some of the things that he has done in his life so far to get to the position that he is right now. Because right now, Jorge Masvidal is indeed a superstar. And um, I cannot wait to see what he has in store for us in the next year and also for the next decade. So I have to give the number one position as the most influential fighter of the decade to my man, Jorge Masvidal. Man, you already know what it is. And I'm just so happy that I got through uh, everybody on the list. Unfortunately, um, we don't have time to talk about everybody that is going to be on the honorables uh, mentions list, but I'm just going to mention a few. So Israel Adesanya for sure. Um, I feel like in this next decade, he's going to accomplish a lot of great things. And the same thing goes for Kamaru Usman. I feel like... um, Although he is the champion, but I feel like we have yet to see the best uh, of uh, Kamaru Usman because he still has so much more in store for us. And also, I really want to give a big shout out to Yoel Romero and um, the women's 125 champion, Zhang Weili, who won the championship belt for herself, being the first person out of her country, China, to ever win a UFC belt. So I just want to give a big, big shout out to everybody that I just talked about so far and man, unfortunately, I'm just looking at the clock right now. That is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also get a SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. Happy New Year in advance. And I will see you guys in the new year of 2020. You guys already know. It's your girl, Jana, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.